episode of the Mastering Mind podcast. How are you doing all? Yeah, I'm all, I'm all good. Just got back from uh, some exercise and uh, yeah, feeling good. How are you? Yeah, same. I went, I went for a little run. Uh, yeah. I've been sitting down a lot recently because of because uh, of the lectures. All our lectures are online, aren't they? So um... yeah, we've been doing a lot of stuff as well. To um, we've like pre-recorded a lot of uh, podcasts, and um, we started like we're going to start releasing it, and uh, we've had to get a lot of stuff ready. So yeah, it's been a definitely a di- difficult couple of days, and uh, it's good to get out there <clears throat> uh, in the fresh air. Yeah, it feels good to finally release all all the stuff that we've kind of uh, got in in store. You know, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, expect a lot of content. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, let's talk about the weather because that's like a cliche thing we talk about on in our isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> How's it at your end? Yeah, to be fair, it's starting to uh, pick up. I, I um, I'm expecting to start mowing soon, which is good in uh, the gardening business. Okay. Um, and yeah, it's uh, sunny right now. Nice sunset in the uh, of the balcony. So yeah, what about you? Yeah, still is. Still as good as as last week here in Belgium. It's getting a slightly cooler, but um, but yeah, I was running in a t-shirt. Like life's good, you know. February. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Like in England, it's not like hot, but it's sunny. Um, I just like it when it's sunny. Like I just feel like just better vibes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it definitely brings my mood up as well. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, episode five, guys. This is a milestone. Episode yeah. five. <laughs> Technically, we've done. 10 episodes well this is our ninth because we have the the, the game as well yeah yeah the bonus but uh but yeah it's exciting like it's going quickly but uh we're gonna keep going keep releasing some stuff and yeah yeah so um i see you've uh finally got your dead trim sorted <laughs> oh yeah my haircut Looking thoughts fresh. thoughts thoughts nice 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 i thought she was gonna do it shorter to be fair but just have to deal with it I'm still rocking the home haircut. <clears throat> Whoa, you're so lucky. I wish I had the haircut. <laughs> just just easier. Four all over and a botched skin fade. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, but now that we've um, we've like pre-recorded all our bonus episodes and, and podcasts, um, we can start uh, asking our listeners for questions um, about this topic. So at the end of the episode, or like during, if there's uh, any questions you have about the topic, drop it down in the comment section on our YouTube channel or get in contact on our Instagram uh, or Twitter and uh, we'll be happy to answer questions in the bonus episode, uh, which will be on our YouTube channel where we'll be gaming. Um, recently, we've been like, asking like, each other questions, uh, but it'll be good to get like your questions in and we can answer them. Any queries you have, uh, we'll, we'll just clear it up. But um, today, we're going to be talking about an interesting topic, a topic that I really enjoy. Um, and I feel everyone can relate to because the topic's motivation. And uh, I, I just feel like everyone's seeking um, in sport and everyday life motivation um, and, and how to successfully, um, yeah, just gain motivation. Um, it's definitely something I struggle with. Yeah, for sure. Like Motivation is at the core of everything we do, kind of. Yeah, uh, how yeah. we function as humans um so yeah it's definitely a really interesting topic and i think you have kind of had a, a slight change of perspective uh once you kind of learned more about the topic haven't you um, yeah for so. sure yeah like th- throughout my whole life i've looked at like motivation completely extra like we- we'll unravel this during the podcast but i've looked at it more extrinsically and, and maybe that was from the wrong the wrong uh perspective yeah, so those are kind of terms you guys might not be quite familiar with. 
yeah. right now, but don't worry, we'll we'll try our best to explain them and uh, and make it as smooth as possible. But um, but yeah, I think a good way to kind of in like before we dive in into the this topic, I think it's kind of important to give some context uh, as to how this idea of motivation kind of came about. Um, I'm not saying it's the only reason, but a huge part of this, uh, especially in the sports, was sports and exercise was due to the um, obesity rates which increased around the world. Yeah. Um, so just to give you like an example stat, uh, so since 1993, uh, obesity levels increased from approximately 15 to 29 percent in the UK. Um, and researchers actually suggest that if such trends continue in approximately 10 years. 38% of the adults world population will be overweight. Now yeah. that's that's kind of scary, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's crazy for sure. Like um something definitely needs to be changed and uh yeah. So you might be wondering like why like why has this like occurred? Um is like is there anything that you you feel what has been the main reason as to why that's happened? Yeah. So I'd say the main reason is just because our lives have just gotten just over the years just got easier like easier and yeah. easier like we have public transport now um we, we can work from home like uh, as we can see like from covid um yeah it's, it's just a different lifestyle it's definitely changed since i was younger for sure like yeah the for way sure. the way the way we interact with each other now is what like it's kind of weird to say but it's like through through the internet yeah. and when I used to see my friends when I was younger, it was like face to face, like we were going to the park, we were doing sports and stuff like that. So yeah, even even just, yeah. To maintain like a friendship back in the day, I'd say back in the day and I'm only 22. Like <laughs> when I was uh, like a kid, like I would go and knock on for my friends, like just go on, like I'd go and knock on their house without texting them. Like, are you coming out? Do you know what I mean? Like now, I wouldn't even think of doing something like that now. Like I have to have like confirmation and and, and like <laughs> to maintain a friendship, you can just do it online rather than going and seeking it out. So that walk or bike, I, I used to be out on my push bike all the time during my childhood. Like mm. I used to bike everywhere. Now, mm. no, I don't even see kids out at all. Yeah, it's 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 funny that you say that that you're saying that you're 22 and you're already saying back in the day. Yeah. That just shows you how quick um, the world and how life is changing. It's changing just at a like, fast pace, really. Um, yeah. Like new technologies, new ways of living. Like it's just, it's just crazy. Like <laughs> when uh, it's, it's, I never thought I'd say it so early on back in the day, like you're saying, it's, it's, yeah, it's just yeah. mad. When I said it, it was like so strange, but like, <laughs> I think, so we've already said like how fast technology is moving. But imagine in the next 10 years, like Elon Musk is talking about virtual reality and that uh, I saw in a Joe Rogan podcast that he thinks there's not going to be no difference between like people aren't going to be able to identify the difference between virtual reality and actual reality. That's how like he feels technology is going to go, which is like it's probably going to make it even like the obesity levels even worse mm -hmm. um, because people can live their ideal lives in virtual terms rather than in reality terms mm -hmm. and kind of this ease of life we're kind of transitioning now into the topic but this kind of ease of life has in a sense reduced people's motivations to like exercise in a, if that if that makes sense um 
but yeah like obviously obesity is a it's a huge problem right now in the world and it can lead to like numerous health problems uh, such as diabetes heart and vascular diseases cancer and mental health is- issues so um so that's really that's why it's really important to kind of kind of be active uh be as active as you can um but yeah. yeah so like based on that like the information that we've said and all the like physical like negatives and, and mental um like the mental effects of, of not exercising and the obesity levels like would that motivate you guys as listeners to exercise because previous initiatives have actually tried to use this guilt and information to like guilt you into exercising um we covered a topic during our uh, masters um and it was talking about exercise is medicine and um yeah if it, it basically said um like it, it would unravel all this information saying like if you don't exercise like this is going to happen um and it would try and scare people into exercising and they that was like their tactic of trying to motivate people mm. yeah it's like now that we know all this information all the negative consequences of being inactive like why isn't the problem resolved surely now that we've this is i'm t- i'm taking their perspective right yeah, yeah, yeah like surely now that we've given you everything you should be scared and you should be motivated to exercise but the reality is as we'll come on to see later that's not enough to motivate people to exercise and generally like scaring people and making them feel guilty is just not um it's not a motivator it's like it's, it's you can't it maybe to scare you like for a few weeks or a, yeah, a few days initial, but it's, but yeah it's not going to sustain it's, yeah mm. exercise adherence but yeah so so Oli kind of talked about this initiative called exercise in medicine uh and it was created in 2007 uh and it's and it got really popular it actually expanded into 40 countries um yeah it was it was well recognized um and like Oli said it just uh framed exercise as being a medicine and and a vital sign um so it's it's really it's a really like i get i get the logic but they've heavily been criticized after um for how how they kind of for their message basically saying that exercise is medicine yeah they basically said they basically said um if exercise could be prescribed like a um like prescription uh then the the world would be a better place and it could like reduce um obesity so so like they even said like for things like cancer like instead of chemotherapy like prescribing like um exercise and and that would um stop like it would have the same effect as chemotherapy on cancer um but it fails to take into account so many different psychological aspects uh that are people going to be motivated just by saying like, right, you need to do this amount of exercise, this many sets, this many reps, or you need to exercise for this amount of minutes a week. And then they'll just do it. It's like treating us like we're robots, which is mm. it's just not the case. Yeah, that's that's so true. Right. Your point about robots there is, is so true. And but the worrying thing is that exercise as medicine wasn't the only initiative to be created to kind of motivate people to exercise and to avoid these obesity figures to kind of uh, go up even further. 
Um, I know in the UK, the U campaign actually was launched a couple years ago by the government. And it basically, they, the, camp, the whole campaign was basically putting posters in shops, uh, in pharmacies, so like Boots. Uh, and the messages on those posters were like, uh, you should take the stairs today. Uh, are your jeans getting tight? So there's really like, um, how do you say it? Like um, intention to blame you but shame on obviously you. yeah exactly it's called it's called the you campaign that's that says it all it's like it's your fault you're the problem right. yeah yeah and but and with hindsight now that we know what we know all that what we've learned it's it's just wrong it's yeah. wrong it's ethically it's not right um and it's just i, I feel it's just ignorant and um yeah it's just not it's not motivating it's uh and we wonder why the obesity rates are still going up despite these uh, initiatives that were supposed to motivate people or not even supposed to motivate people just supposed to make people exercise um yeah the the messages that they put across are just completely wrong and, and like the wrong way to go about it yeah and another thing that they don't consider is obviously um the social determinants of health so we're not going to go too into de- too much detail in this because it's quite also a big topic in itself but it's just like it's like it's not taking into account, in, into account people's socioeconomic status, uh, their access to green space, to gym equipment. Like uh, people can like people in the lower classes, they have to work. They, they probably have to work physical jobs the whole day, um, which is not really ex, it's not exercise because exercise is your it's 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 you going outside and it's 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 not associate like. Yeah. Physical work isn't associated with the same uh, pleasures, feelings of pleasure as exercise does. So like when they, when they get home, all they want to do is just rest um, and recover and get ready for the next day. So it just doesn't take account all of these things. And yeah, yeah. like realistically, someone who, um, so in the literature, it, w- it will say that um, someone with a higher class job, it has access to, to more or less everything that they have choice of like hours that they work like people in manager positions and and like those sort of jobs they have choice of when they work um and and they could just like slip off and and go and exercise uh like a really nice gym whereas people in 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 the lower class um they they struggle to have access to those things and they'll probably have to go and work two like two jobs and realistically are they going to go and exercise even if it's not a labor job like they may have to work um like two office jobs or or like who knows what the job is but basically they're balanced they might have to balance two jobs and realistically are they going to be motivated to to exercise um Mm. after but we won't go too much into that just because it's a big topic on its own if you'd like us to um cover that in a future episode more than happy to just drop it down in the comment section yeah exactly um so obviously as you said like we're kind of studying sports psychology so we're really focused on the psychology side of it so from what we know from research which is like which has been conducted in the field um we know that these kind of messages and these kind of strategies do not take account for people's um psychological functioning we know it's, it's just too simplistic from what we know about human psychology so so yeah do you want to do you want to kind of like introduce yeah so um the researchers proposed uh, a theory called the self-determination theory 
which is also known as SDT. We'll, we'll, from now on, we'll refer to it as SDT rather than self-determination theory, just for, um, it's just so long saying uh, self-determination theory. Um, and it can explain why motivation, um, well, it, it basically suggests that individuals are motivated to grow and change when there's three psychological needs that are satisfied. So the three needs to become motivated are autonomy, competence and relatedness and if you can facilitate and and use all three of these you'll be a motivated into individual yep so the first one is autonomy and i feel like this is a really important one and, and something that i've um i've re like recently found out and tried to implement in my own life autonomy is basically having control over um, situations and, and the behaviors that you do um so I don't know about you, John, but um, I don't really enjoy being controlled and told what to do like relentlessly. Maybe I like to be guided uh, in the right direction, but I just think controlling people's exercise habits, telling them to follow specific plans and diet plans without really consulting them and talking to them about it, like exercise is medicine. Um, they're just less likely to adhere to it. So I've actually experienced this. So I've been on and off. Um, at the gym since I was about 14, 15, and now I'm 22. And I've been following plans. So I always used to follow plans from uh, bodybuilding.com. They used to like give out free plans and they're probably made for like, body, like bodybuilders, uh, people with like all the time in the world and probably have it as a job. And I'd follow it down to the sets and reps. And then I wonder why I'd quit at like week three or like <laughs> I'd miss a day and I'd just, oh, I'd just be so disheartened. Mm. And recently I've started realizing I need to actually just start like rather than becoming disheartened and maybe having a couple of weeks off because I missed one day uh, or I'm just starting not to enjoy it. Just just do the exercise that I like doing. Like that's something I've tried to take control over in my life um, rather than oh, I need to go to the gym five times a week. Or maybe I'll go to the gym if I'm feeling it this week, I'll go to the gym three times this week and I'll play football twice. And that will still count for my five times exercising this week. I don't know yeah. if you can relate to that. Yeah, it's funny that you say that because at the end of the day, you're not making progress because you're disheartened and you're not going to exercise because you don't yeah. feel motivated. So it's like you do that effort for no re for, for nothing, basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've definitely felt that also. So I kind of like talked about this in, in one of our extension episodes, but um, during the lockdown one, um, there was like, I'm sure, I'm sure in like group chats and stuff, it was kind of like a, a thing but in mine anyways uh there was like a kind of competition who could run a 5k the quickest and uh, using like the strava app yeah, yeah, yeah um i think everyone knows what strava is right it's just yeah. a, a monitoring <laughs> app that measures but like you're wrong, how many yeah. kilometers yeah how many kilometers you do um but um yeah i started doing it and I think I quit like day three because it's just not motivating. Like, and it just ruined my nice, my, my exercise time, which is, which is where I found pleasure. You know, I like, I like running and looking at the countryside and just enjoying it. And, and there, all I was doing, like you said, in, in the extension episode was just look down and just run as fast as I can. Like I wasn't enjoying it at all, which is, which beats the purpose of exercise in my opinion, yeah. because yeah, it's it's good it's good for your physical health, but it's good for your mental health also. Like, yeah. Um, ultimately, to adhere to an exercise program, you need you, you just need to enjoy it. Else, is that going to create a a longitudinal lifestyle change? 
I don't, mm. I don't think so at all. Like, you have to enjoy it. And to kind of extend on that point, some research has actually found that when you go beyond your uh, lactic threshold, uh, so that's when basically when you run and you can't have a conversation with someone whilst you're running. Once you go beyond that, exercise tends to be not as enjoyable. So I've noticed that, like, I've, I've kind of tried it myself. So when I'm running, I try, I try to, like, imagine someone's next to me and, like, I talk. I just wanted to test out myself to see if it was actually true. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of logical because when you're, like, when, you, when you've got your head down and you want to beat that score, you're just, like, out of breath. And, like, you're, you're hot, not your hot, your chest is burning. Like, oh, it's just oh, it's just awful. I know for some people they have to do it because it's their it's their job, it's their sport, etc. Or they have to be fit to to meet certain like tests. But if you're just a regular exerciser like I am, I'd say it's just not enjoyable. Yeah, I think it's also important to um, like if anyone's listening who is motivated or, or, or like wants to work hard like whilst they're training. Like I, I've got a friend and I know he'll be listening. Uh, Harry Quinn, shout out. Um, like he he loves training um like really hard he, he loves pushing himself to the max so if you are, if you do identify with that then definitely use it as motivation but for the general exercises like myself and, and you uh, and we don't really identify with um like going to the max all the time and we just want to enjoy exercising um maybe our, our enjoyment comes out of just go, going out and, and getting some fresh air and like, I just love playing football. So that's what I'm going to try and do when we're out of lockdown is my choice of exercise. Mm, for sure. And I, and I think for your friend, like what probably he's probably motivated because he's managed in his own way to satisfy these three needs that we kind of talked about. Yeah. So he's found his own strategy. 100%. which is really good because we're not we're not disrespecting anyone that's feeling motivated like for like for sure guys like it's really good like you've found strategies you, that suit you to feel motivated to get up everything and do your exercise like props to you honestly like it's not easy but we do also want to consider the people that are finding it harder to exercise which i am at the moment uh i'm gonna i admit it i'm not scared to admit it. I, i'm finding it hard to, to stay motivated so so yeah it's just good to be aware of it yeah, I'll also say about autonomy as well um, in regards to like a diet as well, because that's a huge, huge part of rather than just exercise, diet is a huge part of, of obesity. And I found like I've tried to follow diets in the past and it's so hard to stick to when all the foods that like um, people are like telling me to eat, it's just so it's not what I enjoy. And now I'm wondering why <laughs> after one and a half weeks or two weeks, I can't stick to a diet. Now mm -hmm. I've started to, um, so I've started counting my calories, but whilst enjoying the foods that I actually like, and I'm starting to find that I'm actually adhering to it much longer. So currently I'm on like my third week and I don't, I just don't feel like I'm going to stop. Like I feel really motivated to uh, carry on eating the amount of calories because Ultimately, I'm eating the foods I like rather than just chicken, rice, and broccoli. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So we kind of talked. So we talked about autonomy, which is the first need that uh, one of the one of three needs that need to be satisfied uh, to film. So then we get motivated. And the second one is called competence. So competence is known as whether you have the competence to actually undertake the activity at hand. It's quite self-explanatory, really. Um, but um, 
but yeah did you kind of have any experience like experiences where you didn't yeah. feel you had the competence to kind of yeah 100 percent. so um like when i was talking about the following those plans before um i mean I remember following a specific plan and the, the workload was just crazy and I, I just didn't feel like I had the ability to actually do it despite going and trying it. And mm. um, yeah, definitely after the first session, I just felt so demotivated and, I, and that plan was already in the bin after one session. But, and, and some PTs will go out there and actually just prescribe um, like an exercise program to uh, an individual and they haven't even consulted whether they, the individual feels competent to actually carry out that, um, that exercise plan. Uh, like, do they feel competent? Do they feel like they've got the ability to, to do that? Um, it goes back to what you were saying about the lactate threshold thing. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Um, but yeah, an example on my end, uh, I'm just gonna, like you, I'm gonna take my example with Strava and the competition we had with our friends. And I'm also gonna name drop here. Okay. Robbie, so this guy Robbie, he uh, in my group, he um, he's he's a really fit guy in terms of like physical uh, ability, and um, he would he would smash our records basically, and um, obviously like I, I tried it myself a couple of times and I I was nowhere near his um, his score right so I did. <laughs> I perceive myself as not having the competence to actually beat his score. So yeah. that's why I didn't feel motivated to continue to do that. Yeah. Slash exercise at all, because I was associating that with my exercise time, which was obviously super negative. But um, yeah, we yeah. had the, <laughs> I, um, we were doing the 5k competition as well. And like people like Quinn and like other lads in my chat, they were setting the records. And I think I, I, I like broke it down to what I'd need to hit in every kilometer. And I just tried running at that pace. My word, after two kilometers, I was fried and the rest of my run was ruined. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, so bad. Like we're laughing about, we're laughing at, about it now, but I'm sure at the time it's just frustrating as well. Like, yeah, it is. It's like, um, yeah, I feel so disheartened. A good strategy, actually, I just thought about. So for anyone who... Tr- who wants to kind of overcome this barrier of competence a good way to do that is by setting yourself goals so make it easier for yourself at the beginning and make it gradually harder for yourself Um, and from that you'll see that you can attain these small goals step by step because going from like i did or you did zero to 100 is not realistic it's like the gap between those two is just too big so if you if you do want to like run the 5k under i don't know 50 minutes or 12 minutes like just test yourself uh, at a a smaller distance first um but yeah step by step just challenge yourself step by step not a too big one because you're going to feel disheartened like all you did like i did so yeah and that that sort of leads into the next point so like don't like don't compare yourself to others or like so compete against yourself or compete against people that uh, who are on the same level as you and, and not people who are so far away like if you try to do it you, you're clearly not gonna you're gonna be able to keep up which which is the next need which is relatedness um so in order to be motivated you need to satisfy autonomy competence and the last one is relatedness 
and that is how much you can relate with the people um, that are doing the activity. So when you can identify uh, yourself with someone of the same level of, of sport or ability as you, it's easier to do it. So um, you've got a really good example of this, haven't you, John? Yeah, but it's not from me. <laughs> but, um, no, it's my mum. So I had a discussion the other day and my mum goes to the gym and sometimes she does gym lessons, but with younger people. And for her, it's sometimes hard to to be motivated because these guys are smashing it. The young guys are smashing it, doing the reps quickly, uh, doing the circuit quickly. But for my mom, who's an older person, obviously, sorry, mom, don't be offended. But um, it's, it's, it's not as easy. You can't do it as quick. Like, everyone has to go at their own pace. But when you're surrounded with people like that, it's just so demotivating. And I'm putting myself in her shoes and I can totally understand that. Like, if I was in the gym with professional footballers uh, or doing like runs, whatever, I, I, you just feel stupid like i don't know no yeah my my mom goes through like this, this the same thing i mean i i go through it but i'm just saying like my mom has the same experience as your mom where um i remember she was talking to me the other day about how my cousin and um my other cousin have been doing like online zoom sessions where they've been exercising and uh, they've asked her to come along but she, she sort of like um like refrained herself from going just because she was like you guys are younger you're going to be able to do it much better than me and sort of become disheartened through that um what, what i found in in uk classes they have been trying to um implement a bit of relatedness or or just making the exercises easier so i've found in classes when i go there's variations for each uh, exercise um, so rather than just doing the advanced levels, where which, which I really um, like from the uh, PT instructors at gyms, um, rather than just doing the advanced level, um, and they'll like put variations in for people who haven't got the ability. Um, but yeah, relatedness is definitely a huge, huge factor uh, and something mm -hmm. you should seek out um, and, and exercise with people who are at the same level as you. Yeah, obviously, like, logistically, it's, it's difficult for, like you said, PT coaches to kind of accommodate an environment where relatedness is um, satisfied because, <clears throat> realistically, uh, the group of people you're teaching will have different levels. Yeah. But, it's, but a good tactic to overcome that is what you just said. So, like, have variations of exercises so, so everyone can benefit from it and feel that... Uh, they have a strength at, at least in one exercise um it doesn't matter if it's not in everyone every single exercise but at least one is i, I think is good enough yeah 100%. and I, I found like during the, those sessions you seeing the younger people like getting involved with the older people and like everyone was pushing each other in relation to the variations that they were doing and it was it was really good to see um so it's not all d disheartening in, in those gym classes and and yeah no yeah so just to kind of summarize the three needs were autonomy competence and relatedness so these are the three key needs you need to satisfy to increase which will increase your motivation yeah and this is also known as increasing your intrinsic motivation right yeah. you're feeling intrinsically motivated to do the behavior or to do the activity when these three needs are satisfied but there's another type of motivation, right? 
extrinsic motivation. Yeah. So, so that's similar to what the exercises medicine was promoting, um, like with, with the guilt and all of that. There was um, and, and things like competition as well. So, just just to do it at your own level and have your own choice over what you do and, and just try to enjoy exercise. That that that'd be my main um, point to to put across. Hmm. And one point we did discuss in in a previous episode quite briefly is that we're not saying external, sorry, extrinsic motivation is only negative. It's actually quite useful because it can give you that little nudge, that little push to actually make you undertake the, undertake the exercise. But it's not enough to make you sustain that behavior. It's good in short term, but in the long term, it's not because you don't have those three needs satisfied yeah. and research suggests, and I, I truly believe this is that you need those three needs to be satisfied to, to continue and sustain that behavior. Yeah. Um, so I think we've, uh, we've more or less co- covered everything there. Mm. Um, so I'll, I'll wrap it up. So, uh, <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode. So we've discussed ways to like motivate yourself or clients. So maybe for coaches, psychologists or, or, or managers, Take a look at how you can implement uh, these three needs of SDT, so competence, relatedness, and autonomy, into your uh, clients' or players' um, sessions so, so they'll get the benefits as well. Um, so it's not only just for individuals. This podcast was for coaches, psychologists, and how, how they can implement this into their sessions. Um, if you could please share this with your friends or, or someone you feel will benefit from it. And most importantly, uh, like and subscribe. Comment down below any questions you have on the topic and we'll answer them in the bonus episode uh, on our YouTube channel. Uh, or comment down below any topics you would like us to cover. Other than that, uh, thanks for listening and uh, we'll see you in the next one. Guys, just before we leave, write in the comments Ollie's outro. The script has been uh, put together. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you in the next one, guys. Ciao.